Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So I wanted to talk about the recent trends of what's going on in our country. And attempting to to keep with the material that I put out having to do with us as the creator of our reality and how these two things blend. <laughs> um, this, this sense within myself that I have no control over, over what is going on generally in the world. But do I? have no control, not that, not control, but how can I change the trajectory of how things are going? Uh, one little person here, but I believe that one little person with the power of that which created everything would be able to make a change in the world. <clears throat> However, I have to say this again because I don't I don't quite understand it all. I'm just going to say, but I don't understand how God needs anything or anyone with which to enact anything. Like, you know, like I I had alluded to this in a, in a previous podcast about like, does God needs an intercessory, I don't know, I'm saying the word wrong, but anyone to intercede between God and a person for a person to be healed? Can God not directly heal that person? <clears throat> but it does, it does kind of kind of come to mind, and I don't know if this is true, but what's coming to mind is that we are a vessel with which to be used to, to um, enact or to, with which God uses to his, its power, not his, sorry about that, its power um, into us into the world, you know, I mean, like, I, 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 so I got this, this, she doesn't know it, but I have this running thing with somebody in my life regarding someone <clears throat> who is a, you know, a public figure, and she was really this person in my life was very, very moved by the fact that, and very helped by the fact that this person said that nobody is coming to save you. And I assert the exact opposite. I exert the exact opposite because I believe we are saved every day. And and I am one who I watch a lot of 
of animal rescues. I watch animal rescues every day. I really enjoy it. It makes me so happy. And how did that person come across that animal at that time? Exactly that time to help that animal. And so I don't believe it's an accident. And 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 I don't know what to say about people who do not believe that they are being helped. But I think that's more about them than it is about God. That we are rescued every day. We just have no idea, you know, that we are dependent on that for the very air we breathe. And so in essence, love is... I mean, air is sustenance. We forget about that. Without the air we breathe, we would we would we would not be able to stay here on this planet. <clears throat> if that is the goal, <laughs> I suppose it is. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I want to back up a minute. In the sense that I, I've been in a weird space for a few days now. And in a, in a place of what I perceive to be a bit of, God, I just, I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's not really sadness. It, it's suffering to a degree. It's not a huge amount of suffering, but it is... I am, I am having a hard time um, in things in my own life. I, I'm going through a lot of changes and I'm trying to wrap things up somewhere. And, um, and on Monday, I forgot my work phone, which was a huge, I mean, I, I was driving and I was too far to, to go back. And so I just had to keep going and I didn't have my work phone all day. Um, and I was worried about the phone itself because I thought, I thought I, the last time that I saw it, it was in my purse at my home. And so I, I thought I left it in my car because I take the company car where I'm going. I don't take my car. So I was really sad because I thought that my car was that phone was melting in my car, might be damaged. And all of these thoughts had flooded, flooded my mind about ways in which I have, I have allowed people to influence me influence me into believing somehow that I'm a failure. I felt like a failure. I mean, to the point where I just wanted to, I really wanted to cry. Here's the thing. This is the first time I've ever not had my phone since I've been at this position, but it has been, it has been, it was a combination of, of that and that I had, had seen that I have like, had like five, six text messages of things that I needed to work on. Uh, things that I had already done that were not done properly. So I, 
And this is the biggest reason for why I'm leaving the position that I'm in right now is because I am utterly convinced that I just suck at it. There was nothing that I was presented in the time that I have been at this agency that would think me otherwise. Um, not a lot of positive, re- re- not a lot of positive, but I mean, and it's not that I need a lot of alkylates, but it was like, it was like one positive for every 50 negative and you can't thrive in an environment like that. And most environments are like that. Most working environments are like that. Um, I don't know why. I just, I absolutely do not know why because people thrive on positivity. They don't thrive on negativity. They just don't. Okay, so this is how this relates. So I got stuff going on and in in my own life and I'm I'm all and so so I'm not feeling exactly my best. And and here's here's I'm also meditating a lot. So I've been meditating twice a day um for you know I don't know. And, um, and so I'm getting up in the morning. I'm in a great space. I'm doing my meditations. I'm doing my morning routine. I'm getting my exercise. I'm getting my sleep. I've been sleeping better than I've slept in years. Um, and then I'm, I'm being faced with the world. Okay. I'm going to give you an example of this morning. I had called um, Verizon yesterday about something and I get a phone call at like 6.15 this morning from Verizon. Wakes me up. And then my neighborhood um, motorcycle owner is idling his motorcycle outside my window for at least 10 minutes. And then another truck idles after that. And I mean, you would say, you could say I was ready to be up anyway, but I was startled awake by this phone call. This doesn't happen very often, but the motorcycle idling does. And so, (laughs) and so I don't, I, I, okay, so the goal is, to get to a place where you are unaffected. You are unaffected by the motorcycle idling outside your window. That's the goal. That you are unaffected by whatever's happening in the world. That the sky is falling. That there's a war going on in, I, I, in the Ukraine, supposedly. I don't know what's going on. Um, that there's, you know, this supposedly this new virus and, you know, I'm supposed to wear masks at work anymore, that I'm, you know, that the rights of like all of us are going away. And I'm, and it's just true. Like there was a, a, um, a ruling that police cannot be, um, there is no, 
There is nothing that can happen to a police officer for not giving you your Miranda rights. So they are not obligated to give you your Miranda rights anymore. <clears throat> and probably won't. I mean, just this week we saw um, actually two different people who were gunned down by police with machine guns. Just this week. A young man, a star student who didn't, uh, to my knowledge, did not even have a gun in his hand. He was running from the police for a broken taillight. That's what I heard. I don't know if all of that is true, but regardless, did he deserve to die for running away? Just this week. <clears throat> so... Um, and then I had heard this um, other ruling that um, there's three rulings that I, I mean, aside from women's and, and, and gay marriage and what we do in our bedroom becoming unlawful and trying to get rid of contraceptives and possibly going back to segregated schools. I mean, aside from all of that, I'm talking about um, like the ICE or border patrol can come into your house without a warrant from a, a hundred miles from the border of the United States. They can come into your house without a warrant. Um, that was another one that I, that I, oh, and then another one that I thought was, um, I say this sarcastically, but precious, is that if you are, if you are charged with a crime, and even a capital crime, and you are found guilty, if there is any evidence that would come in to exonerate you, they will not, it will not be admissible. So if you are found guilty of, of a crime in this country, if there is any evidence of your innocence that comes along, it will not be heard. They don't care. You know, they don't care. Just execute them anyway. They don't care. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. I, I, I can't, I can't even imagine. Like, what if it was their kid? What if it was their family member? that was wrongly accused of something. It's like they have lost touch with reality. Oh, and here is another thing that I heard. I heard that, that they have been praying in the chambers that this Thomas's wife or whatever has been praying with Supreme Court justices in like the justice chambers. Like how is this even like possible. I mean, in all that essence, these people really should be removed from office. And these are not even people that people making these decisions about our lives have not even been been elected. They weren't elected by us. But that's another thing that is coming down the pike is that they are trying to have it where the legislators would have would be able to pick who's the president. So like in Arizona, Arizona is a, I guess they call it a swing state. 
And it went Biden this last time. Okay, so this would really affect this state because um, if this case goes through, then the governor could pick who the electorals would go for. And see, they're setting this up because they believe that Trump is going to run, is going to win the next presidency. And here's the thing. At the same time, these these um, these hearings are going on. Okay, I'm not watching them, but I'm seeing the highlights. And it is very obvious that Mr. Trump staged a coup on the government. And that these people went in with the intention of pulling government officials out and executing them. And, and this is, this is, I don't, I, and, and the thing is, is that all my people around me who are pro-Trump, they don't care. They don't care. They don't see a problem with this. I assure you they would see it a problem if it were, were President Biden or Barack Obama, you bet your, you know what, they would be seeing it as a problem. That, that the president staged a coup to stay in power. And this stolen election ridiculousness. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> so, so what do I do? What do I do? I mean, I've thought about a lot of things. I thought about, you know, maybe moving out of the country. I've thought about that. I've thought about moving out of the state. I don't know if people know this, but Arizona has has banned, I mean, even their 15-week already ban has, has, is not in effect anymore. It's the 19, no, 1856. They have gone back to a law that outlaws, like, you are not allowed to have an abortion in Arizona. That a law that was instated in 1856. 1856, my friends. Like, you've got to be kidding me. And, you know, I can kind of understand this idea of women really being very reckless and choosing choosing to end the life of their unborn child in a reckless manner and and haphazardly i can understand that argument i can't understand it in a case of a child a person who was raped a person who has had incest a person who does not have a viable pregnancy a person with an atopic pregnancy and all of it and i and i i cannot I cannot see the humanity whatsoever in this. I can't. I cannot justify it. I can't. The cruelty of what is happening in our our in our country in some states and I would be in one that is on the side of ridiculousness. And they are they are indeed trying to get rid of contraceptive like I don't know. It's it's like a moral there this moral this moral Christianity, and then I I saw that there is this mini series that I watched a little bit of it, and I've decided I don't even I don't even need to watch it. About it's called The Family on it's a documentary on Netflix, and it is how 
they have done this, how they have infiltrated our government. A Christian cult has infiltrated our government. But I'm just here to tell you that you don't even have to be part of that cult. You just have to be, you know, a fundamentalist Christian in this day and age, and you're along with, for the ride. They've got you loving Trump. They've got you, you know, in all of these camps that we should execute gay people. And this is just what I'm seeing. And, and I don't want to turn a blind eye, but I don't want to live on this. So like, what do I do? So I, I meditate and I attempt to, to stay in the most positive, loving state that I can. And it is a practice and I am, I am floundering. I am trying to stay, but I have to tell you, that I am broken hearted about all of this. I just feel so broken hearted about these people that went to a parade and got gunned down. And a toddler that lost both of their parents. And a and a 22 year old whose mother died and she had to leave her there and run for her life. Just for going to a 4th of July parade, I mean, you've, you've got to be. So I'm just brokenhearted. I'm just incredibly sad. And the best thing that I can do, and the most thing that I can do at this point is, is to attempt to stay in a loving place. Attempt to continue to have hope. Not in them, not in this, not in our government, but faith in that. Faith in the power of that. And so this is what I'm going to be doing moving forward. However, I will tell you that I, I, it's been hard. And I don't know how people get to that place where they are unaffected by everything around them. I mean, maybe you could as a, as a monk. And, and if you never watch the news, you have no idea what's going on in the world. But I can tell you that Thich Nhat Hanh was heavily burdened by the Vietnam War. And so... And so I, I, I don't know how, how we just not be bothered, but I also don't want to sink into the depths of hell because what good am I? I'm not good to anybody in that state. And so I am on a quest to take care of me. And I'm doing all of my practices. I'm, I'm, I'm right in line with my practices, my self-care, which I have a lot of. I mean, I take pretty good care of myself. And, and, and I'm, I'm doing well, <clears throat> generally. <laughs> but I just, I just haven't 
quite figured out how to not be affected whatsoever. I don't I don't know when and how I would ever um reach a state like that. You mean oh what the world is whoa wow look at that <laughs> I mean being so out of touch with I guess the collective reality which I, I don't because it everybody is seeing this thing differently. Um but anyway, I'm going to I'm going to go on with my day. I I just wanted to share this. <laughs> I appreciate you listening and I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.